looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want, and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And we have more live shows coming soon. Don't worry about it. They're sold out. In London and Dublin, specifically. In London and Dublin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Sorry. We have more live shows coming in London and Dublin soon, despite the sellouts. We're adding more dates. We're excited. We're going to add them soon. You'll hear about them on this podcast, and then you can hopefully buy them. So don't fret. It's not fully sold out. It's not done. We're adding more. It's going to be great. Would you be able to very easily explain the difference between Tom Holland and Tom Hollander <laughs> without, like, no, seriously, to a layperson, without showing a picture of Tom Holland or Tom Hollander? Um. Yes. And? And the way I would do it is I would say Tom Holland is Spider-Man. Tom Hollander was in Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> because I think that, that that's like, oh, it'll be like an older white guy. If you say that he was in an older version of Pride and Prejudice, I think you instantly get older white guy. And if you say you're Spider-Man, I think you get, you guess, younger white guy, typically, unless you're talking about the video games or the animated movies. But Tom Hollander isn't known for Pride and Prejudice specifically. No, I don't know what he's... I don't know what his known for would be. I bet Pride and Prejudice is up there because it was such a big movie. But mm-hmm. maybe, God, maybe one of the... You know what I would say? Hmm. Let me look it up while you think. I would say Tom Holland is dating Zendaya. And Tom Hollander is playing Truman Capote in the upcoming season of Feud that you might have seen <laughs> commercials for. Right? It works as more of an updated version of what you just said. Or more, I would say it's actually more of a... Um, a shallow version of what right because even said. if you don't know about this upcoming feud season about Truman Capote and his friends in New York, you know <laughs> that if someone says they're playing Truman Capote, that they're probably an older white guy. Exactly, you're who looks like to Truman say, Capote, kind of. <laughs> Lindsay, we just need to distinguish between the fact that one is a young boy and one is an old man, and like that's how we're going to know a difference between Tom Holland and Tom Hollander. Mm-hmm. And apparently. You know who also doesn't know the difference between Tom Holland and Tom Hollander? Their agency, because apparently they share one because Tom Hollander got a check that was for Tom Holland, and it was a big check. And that's why we're talking about this. That's the story that he told. And he was like, I've never seen that many zeros in my life. (laughs) 
Holland versus Hollander. One, one a Hollywood heartthrob of Spider-Man fame. Okay, well, the Daily Mail is doing that. The other, a 56-year-old thespian. Okay, so Daily Mail is saying, here's how you tell the difference between Tom Holland and Tom Hollander. One is Spider-Man and one is a 56-year-old thespian whose Life in a Day article about peeing, sex, and sleeping pills went viral <laughs> after the one million pound Avengers bonus mix-up. Here's how to tell the difference. And mm. they created a very helpful, really. It's a, a very, good graphic. A very helpful infographic, which I'm like, why aren't we creating infographics like this? This is so good. Tom oh, Holland. God, don't give us another thing Tom to Hollander. Do. Oh, my God. And we have full name, birthday, age, born, education, siblings. Okay, who cares about siblings? Height, net worth, eye color, <laughs> hair color. Okay, we would not include a lot of these. Starred in fun fact. But we mm-hmm. also have, which is incredible. These are my favorite ones. They have awards. One won a BAFTA in 2017. The other won a BAFTA in two- Oh my God, they both won BAFTAs <laughs> in 2017? Okay, that's Well, one won Rising Star as in I'm a Child, and the other one won Best Supporting Actor. <laughs> okay, but that's still crazy to have like both won the BAFTA at the top. And then they have little hearts next to them, and one says Zendaya, girlfriend, and the other, Fran Hickman, engaged. And then my favorite part of this infographic is it says 66.2 million followers on Instagram. And Tom Hollander says... No Instagram. <laughs> no Instagram. Spot the difference. Spot the difference as if it's difficult. This is not like a, uh, this is not a, uh, what are those they put in the back of the highlights magazines? We're not, ha- it's not that difficult to spot the difference when you actually see these two men. Okay. You're comparing, you're saying, it's not that difficult. It's not like what's in the back of a highlights magazine. <laughs> yeah, those are difficult because they give you, you know, two photos that are actually very much alike and you have to spot the differences, which is like his button is green or like. She's wearing blue shoes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This one is like it would be- one man has sixty-six million followers on Instagram and one has none. Well, you know that's a funnier that's a funnier uh, c- concept for if we were to start doing this, we would just do obvious things where it's like spot the difference, <laughs> and then you'd circle like a face of Tom Hollander and a face of Tom Holland and be like, he's old, he's not. <laughs> yeah, that's true. One was born in nineteen sixty-seven, and one was born in nineteen ninety-six. <laughs> 1990. <laughs> okay, we didn't even six. really explain what happened. So he was telling the story, and he got a check that was meant for Tom Holland because they have the same agency. So everything goes to the agency before they get to the the, the actual uh, celebrity. So he opened the check, and he was like, "This is literally a seven figure check. I've never seen a check like this for in my life. Mm. Oops, it's Tom mm-hmm. Holland's." But then he sort of tried to Oops. couch it. He was like. I would, he was ch- like, I would cash it, babe. He was like, it was a bunch of money, but like, don't get me wrong. It was for like a, spe- it was like a bonus check. It was a bonus check. So like it was for the box office. So he was trying to be like, it wasn't some like super typical check for Tom Holland, but it was, you know, still a huge one. Um, I have to ask you, uh, I feel like it's almost the elephant in the room. Uh, there's an actor named Tom Holland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does that ever, do people ever um, make that error? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's been very difficult. Because, you know, I was here first. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's, he's enormously famous. So I, I uh, it might, it obviously I don't actually get mistaken for him, but, but in, in non-visual uh, context, I am mistaken for him all the time. So like talking to utility companies, they, they just, and what's your name? And they go, Tom Holland? Because they've heard Tom Holland, that Tom Holland is a... They go, no, it's Tom Holland, duh. <laughs> or I'm introduced to somebody's very, very excited, then confused, then disappointed children. <laughs> who, who, who they go, 
my, my children are so excited to meet you. And I go, are they, though? <laughs> and then, okay, well, oh, the, oh, no, they really are. Okay, I don't think they are, but bring them out. <laughs> and they come out and they go, where is he, where is he? And they go, no, and then no. Um, and people in the accounts department of my agency uh, got confused. And we were with the same agency, um, briefly. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and it, was, it was a terrible moment. I, I went to see my friend who was doing theatre in England and, uh, and for 300 pounds a week, you know, and, uh, but doing great work, Chekhov. And I sat smugly in the audience having just done a BBC show for 30 grand or something, which was, you know, gonna get me through the next year or so. And I was thinking, well, this is marvelous. I'm very prosperous, but my good friend, Peter, is doing this great play, and I'm gonna go afterwards and see him and slightly patronize him and say what, how wonderful <laughs> it was. And, uh, and then the interval came, and I thought I'd check my emails, and I got an email from the agency saying, um, payment advice slip, your um, first box office bonus for the Avengers. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and I thought... <laughs> I don't think I'm in the Avengers. <laughs> and it was, um, it was an astonishing amount of money. And it was, it was not his salary. It was, it was his first box office bonus. <laughs> not the whole box office, the first one. And it was more money than I've ever... It was, it was a seven-figure sum. Yeah. Do you think that it is rude to come out as an actor named Tom Holland when there's already an actor named Tom Hollander? who's older than you and already trying to do this thing, this damn thing? I, or do you think you'd be like, I'm so much younger than him. We're so different. I'm white. He's white. And people are definitely not going to mix us up and be confused. And it's definitely not going to affect his career. I think that was probably the argument where it was like, they're generations apart. They're not going to be competing for the same roles. Mm, but, but, but I was, I was originally sort of like, that's annoying. I remember the mm -hmm. first time I heard of Tom Holland and I was like, that's too close to Tom Hollander. You, so you knew. The Daily oh, Mail article Hollander, yeah. is even... I don't know if you saw this, but in line in this piece, they're even ruder than... Like, they take it even further rude. There's a there's a literal mini article within this article, like a... I don't know what you call it, like a sub... Like a little short story within the article. Mm -hmm. And the headline is, Looming over them, how Holland and Hollander's love interests stack up. And then it says... Aside from their names, both Holland and Hollander have common ground in that neither of them are very tall, especially when compared to their partners. Hollander stands at a pint-sized 5 five inches, 5 feet 5 inches, making him shorter than his fiance Fran Wick, who is 16 years his junior. Meanwhile, Hollander, nope, meanwhile Holland, who has been nicknamed Short King by some on social media, <laughs> is just 5'7". His girlfriend, the American actress Zendaya, towers over him at 5'9". Okay, so they, what they have in common is that they're shorter than their girlfriends. The press loves writing about short kings. They're, I know, I know, I know. If and a man both is of them seen are as like, <laughs> shorter than they're their kind girlfriends. of short kings. If a man is perceived as like sexually desirable and also like shorter than the average man in Hollywood, oh, yeah. recipe for success in the press. They love to talk about it. They're like, this is iconic. Can you believe this? Although he's not as famous as Tom Holland, Hollander has appeared in the enormously popular film Pirates of the Caribbean franchise and season two of The White Lotus. And he has a 
bevy of other acclaimed roles under his belt. Yeah, I would say, I would actually say maybe The White Lotus is his most iconic thing lately because he was one of the titular, titular, he was one of the gays who was trying to kill her. These gays are trying to kill me. He was oh one of Oh my them. God, I actually totally forgot that he was yeah, one of the gays who were trying to kill me. Oh, okay. And he was the one who was mm. fucking his, air quotes, nephew. He was fucking his nephew, air quotes, nephew. Air but quotes he wasn't nephew. his nephew. No. <gasps> Do you speak English? No. No English? Okay. Do you know these gays? Do you know these gays? Gay. And he's going to play another kind of sexy gay role, Truman Capote. <laughs> mm-hmm. The sexiest gay role of them all, you could argue, is Truman Capote. <laughs> I think you could argue some other sexy gay roles. No. In this day and age, no. Truman Capote is the sexiest gay role you could the possibly get. The sexiest gay role possible. I was writing the script as they were filming all that time in Italy, and I, I worked like mad all day long and then dashed down to the bar around midnight to end in the next day's scenes. And Humphrey had, had, had just about moved into the hotel bar. Humphrey Bogart. Where he and John... John Houston. Had, uh, <laughs> They drank every night, and I mean drank, you know, like famished water buffaloes. Well, soon it will be like Tom Holland is more going to be receiving checks meant for Tom Hollander for, you know, $50. With with regards to their age, I mean, every generation gets like the Truma Capote biopic they deserve. Tom Holland could be playing Truma Capote in, what, 30 years? Oh. I'll take it. Tomorrow. He'll, uh, He'll do it tomorrow. Let's move on. What is this story? Like, did okay. you put this in here? Or I were put you this just in like, here. And what I found take, funny about what's this. What's your take on this as a... My take is... As a fashion expert. <laughs> my take is, wow, it truly is fashion week every week. There's always a fashion week. Um, I'm always surprised by the number week. of fashion weeks. And I was seeing a lot, a lot of headlines about Jordan Woods, a.k.a. Kylie Jenner's former BFF and current Current, current friend. friend. <laughs> <laughs> current, current friend. Kylie Jenner's former BFF and current, current friend. <laughs> it's funny that you that you can't even say f- Kylie Jenner's former BFF anymore because they've reconciled. So you're kind of like, I don't know if they're BFF anymore because I don't know them. So it's like co- former current, BFF, current, current friend, friend, current friend, friend. It's giving promising and promising woman, woman. Mm-hmm. I was having a conversation with um, friend and hooligan uh, Bennett over the weekend. And he was like, and he was like, Bobby, are you and Lindsay going to have to do something about promising and promising young woman woman? Because she's now kind of established. And so we were kind of debating what we have to call Emerald Fennell now, which could be established, young, promising, young woman woman. <laughs> Wait, interesting, interesting. Okay, so we're going to have to call her established, but she's now older, established, older woman, promising, promising young, young woman woman. woman. Established, okay. older, promising, young woman woman. Yes. Anyway, moving on. Jordan Woods, Kylie Jenner's former BFF, now current, current BF, current, current friend, is kind of slaying the slay game at Paris Fashion Week, okay? She's being photographed in a lot of, like, couture, a lot of high fashion, very, like, big, bold stuff. So I'm seeing a lot of headlines about, like, you won't believe what Jordan Jordan Woods is, is wearing. Jordan Woods serially slays passion paris fashion week jordan woods follows on off best pal kylie jenner's high fashion footsteps as she covers up in a stunning look alongside coco roca and bella thorne at victor and rolf paris fashion week show okay 
So I'm like, good for her. I know she's vaguely in fashion. Remember, she has like a line of dresses. She has a fashion line that I think did very well. She uses TikTok well. The thing about her that kind of is a little bit interesting and bothers me a little is that she had this whole narrative about like losing weight, right? And then she became a fashion girl. And it's like, that's fucking annoying. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's what it took for her to be like a fashion girl. Like, of course, I'm not surprised because that's how things work. But like, that is the narrative. That is what happened. You know, that's all. It, that's how. That's what it took for her to be taken seriously. Exactly, as a and girl. she yeah, yeah. was she like, she was already a fashion girl. Well, right, yes. and she was like making clothes. You know, she had like a little clothing line. Remember, like she did some clothing mm-hmm. stuff, and she was did it. And then it like it took this. You know, annoying. It's annoying to me. Sorry, but are we surprised? No, no. So here she is at Fashion Week trying maybe has like new stylist situation where she's like okay with That's enough money me, yeah. i can kind of just become fashion fashion girl and it's new fashion did you notice stylist kylie jenner is also at every single fashion yes. show so, so this is why know, this is why i put this in here because i did laugh i did laugh at this <laughs> i did laugh at this life and style headline and there was another one and i think i put this in here from e but the life and style one is funnier friends again Kylie Jenner waves to Jordan Woods at Paris Fashion Week after feud. And so I was like, wait a second. Is what happened here? So they like went to Fashion Week together. What happened? They they Did they literally just wave? And the answer is no, they literally just waved. They were at the Jean-Paul Gaultier and Simone Rocha show. Waved at each other. Mm-hmm. Continued to wave at each other as they walked past each other. Smiled at each other. And that was the end of their encounter. <laughs> Can you go over that one more time, please? You know what, what I should happened? do? I should just read E's coverage. Yeah. They waved and then smiled? Okay. <laughs> the hatchet is staying buried. Kylie Jenner proved it's all love between her and Jordan Woods at Paris Fashion Week as they shared a sweet moment during the Jean-Paul Gaultier and Simon Rocha show. Okay, you are crazy. You keep pronouncing Simone Rocha wrong, like in ways Simone that are Rocha. getting more and oh, more wow. crazy. <laughs> I have no idea. Simone I know, this Rocha. is your new Loewe. Okay, it's fine. I don't actually care. It's fine. While chatting with Gossip Girl alum Kelly Rutherford. <laughs> okay, so Kylie chose Kelly over Jordan. Kylie has to, to chat. <laughs> if you don't go to the fashion show with your best friend, Jordan Woods, because you're no longer friends with her or whatever, or not as close friends with her, that means you have to spend time chatting with Gossip Girl alum Kelly, Kelly Rutherford. Rutherford. So choose your poison, Kylie Jenner. You know, like, you, maybe you should oh, have. She did. Maybe you should have stayed good friends with some uh, with Simone Rocha with it with Jordan, with Jordan Woods. Woods. Right. So okay, while continue. Kylie is chatting with Gossip Girl alum Kelly Rutherford and wearing a sheer off-white corset dress with a transparent gown, she yeah. was spotted waving at Jordan upon Jordan's arrival at the January twenty fourth runway show. In fact, a TikTok of the moment shows the twenty six year old beaming as she continued to wave at Jordan as she walked by, bringing a smile to her friend's face. So that means they looked at each other, they waved at each other, they smiled, and that's it. You know, which is funny. Meanwhile, the reason why these two are no longer friends goes all the way back to a guy who was recently kicked off his basketball team or whatever for being te- for testing positive for steroids. Like, this guy is a liar, you know? Mm-hmm. Just an interesting, just an interesting side note. Because, of course, right after that paragraph where you just described them looking at each other or whatever, there's a paragraph <laughs> summing up why these two are, no, are yeah. not really friends. It's because But you can see forgot the, has to do with Tristan Thompson. Yeah. Tristan Thompson. Uh, and you probably forgot. Kissed him. Jordan Woods kissed him. You probably forgot. It went all the way to the top. It went all the way to the red table, okay? I didn't really forget. I didn't really forget, to be honest. But I was kind of like, this is messy. Moving on. 
moving on to another fashion thing another fashion trend did you did you want to like you're right another fashion trend we've mentioned it briefly well we're not only talking about fashion but this has been like a tabloid fixture for the past like two weeks where it'll be like so and so goes out on the town and like in mob wife style you know and it's like what mm-hmm. you know it, and you're just kind of like reading normal news and if you don't know about fashion you're like what the fuck are we talking about like mob wife style and it's just somebody wearing like a big coat or like big sunglasses or like a big hat which is i guess usually big sunglasses and a big coat that's like enough fur coat is usually what mm-hmm. we're talking here okay and so we're talking the, fur not faux fur so somebody fur. kind of started doing or a bunch of celebrities started wearing big fur coat or whatever and people were like oh hashtag mob wives style <laughs> mob wife style it kind of went viral on tiktok i saw this very um i don't know why i follow her there's this like there's this one fashion influencer that i sort of found myself hypnotized by recently and her thing is that she's like in her 60s and rich and okay, like kind nice. of does trends and it's it's very strange content. That's all I'll mob say. Mob wife aesthetic. But that's one of the first instances of mob wife aesthetic that I saw. She was like, just following this mob wife aesthetic trend. I'm wearing an old fur that I had or whatever. It's like, you know, one of those old, older fashionistas on tic- on TikTok or Instagram reels where it's like their whole thing that's sort of compelling is that they're old enough to have acquired a very robust closet right like they've Uh seen trends come and go so they just have a lot of old stuff like vintage stuff sorry i should use fashion language and i find that sort of interesting even when the times wrote about it they're asking is this real is this a thing and it's kind of like yes but it's hard to tell no and remember coastal grandmother chic that was a thing on tiktok and it's like yeah mostly just this almost it is a TikTok trend that then spills out into celebrity life in a way, but it's like not, it's going to come and go fast because these things just never are actually uh, cemented at any sort of real trend forecasting or mm-hmm. real trend movements, you know, and people are saying, oh, it's because of the Sopranos anniversary. It's like it not really because no one was not really, really caring about that. So. If it was actually cemented in some sort of real life thing, it might have a longer tail. But you can see when things kind of come out of nowhere, they actually are pretty short lived. Aside from the kind of, you see the tabloids being like mob wife style, hashtag mob wives, hashtag mob wife, da 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 da. And then they ask the mob wives to weigh in, and the mob wives are like, what? <laughs> no, the mob wives are like, my phone's ringing again. <laughs> Slay. Right. They're like, oh my God, amazing. Yeah. But also, the, your your number one problem with this, with this, um, current trend lasting long is that like no one's out here wearing fur coats in april you know like it it, it just of the factor of the weather the factor of right. climate means <laughs> right. you can't really be out here wearing real fur coats constantly well also no one's really wearing real fur coats anyways anyway, or, i mean people yeah. are but like it is kind of taboo i love this headline from the new york post sorry just before we even Ilaria Baldwin nails mob wife aesthetic in first Ugh. outing since rust charges against Alec. I have to say, getting them to put your husband shooting someone and killing them uh, right against you nailing a mob wife aesthetic is a pretty effective kind of headline. Meanwhile, the woman is not even doing anything. She's just out on the town wearing fishnets. She's not wearing the she's not wearing a a, a a fur no no she's wearing big glasses hoops fishnets a short skirt a mini skirt and a silver leather jacket in what was definitely under 30 degree weather because i remember the day where i saw these photos and i was like babe you're freezing well 
what I think happened here. The highest of stilettos. They're standing outside their her house also because I know exactly. Yeah, where I know she's that standing. intersection. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she did a walk. She did a little pop walk. She did a little pop walk on the phone. But wait, you know what actually happened here? Mm-hmm. It's so clear. What? And I hadn't clicked this until you said it. Yeah. Okay. There are people walking by her wearing coats, which is crazy. Like, it makes her look weirder, you know? Okay, sorry, go ahead. So she is in the photos that uh, were, were described as mob wife aesthetic, and they totally are not. She's wearing, as Lindsay said, like a leather bomber jacket, but just over the shoulders. Like, they're not, her arms aren't through the, the sleeves, a.k.a. like her arms are not really covered by this leather to stay warm. And she's wearing a and t-shirt as Lindsay under said, that, by the way. She's wearing a t-shirt under that, short sleeve t-shirt, short mini skirt. And then fishnets, right? She's not wearing her Uniqlo heat Me wearing leggings. this to no, the club okay? in college, in co- in college, wearing this to the club so I could avoid paying to check my coat, <laughs> hopped up <laughs> on whatever drug it takes to stay warm in the dead of winter in fishnets, <laughs> a short skirt, and a, and a jacket. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. So in those photos, yes, she's walking back and forth down her street on her block. Her street. On the phone, she's, right? Her street. Yeah. Her block. Holding a coffee. Holding a hot coffee, presumably. It is in a, the paper cup. In the middle of this photo spread, where she is in stilettos, where she is in fishnets, where she oh, is yeah, she's having like, exposed too. thin, she has exposed skin all over the place. Again, it's like it was very cold last week in New York City. Okay, if you look around her in the photo, it is like puffer jacket, long jacket with hood. It, no mm-hmm. one is dressed like this. No, no one, no one. Okay, the so, old man yeah. behind her on the crosswalk is like, "Lady, what are you wearing?" Okay, right, literally. In the middle Lady. of this photo spread, uh-huh. there is a photo that says. Baldwin was initially spotted wearing oversized boots and a puffer jacket. And it's her getting out of clearly her Uber or her driver or whatever, going into her apartment building, catching the paparazzi outside of her apartment building. Oh, my God. Then coming back. She realized she was dressed like a normal person, right? She changed. Like for the cold. And she changed. She said, honey, I'm going to go take a call out front in front of the paparazzi. she's 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 clearly coming from the gym, I would say. She's in leggings hideous uggs like gigantic uggs hideous. a the same t-shirt she had on before but covered yes. in both a letterman jacket and a puffer over that mm-hmm. she saw the pops who i think are hounding her more than normal because of what her husband fucking did and the new uh, charges that that were filed mm-hmm. i think she was like oh fuck i need to course correct i need mm-hmm. to come out in something slay mm-hmm. but then page six was like nice tire bitch we're still gonna publish the one of you wearing the puffer you know mm-hmm that's, no, I think, right. what happened. You're right. It's fascinating. No, it's fascinating. That's a fascinating uh, photo moment. It was so cold that day. It was, it so, was cold. so cold. Rita Ora just perfected the mob life aesthetic at Paris right. Fashion Week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, w- That's, I think, yes. when we talked about it. Okay. So I see you put this in here, this mob wife's season two poster. I didn't. Timmy did. Timmy did? Yeah, oh, Timmy well. Timmy remembered your lore. Coincidentally... Um, this is the Mob Wives poster I'm in. You can see my little head. Mm-hmm. That's probably why You're my friend brought Mob it up. Wife. You're giving well, that's Mob probably, Wives aesthetic, yeah. I saw my friend Rebecca on Saturday and she was like, weren't you in a Mob Wives ad? And I was like, wow, I haven't thought about that in a long time. I bet that came up because she saw Mob Wife aesthetic content. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's just anyone wearing a fur coat and glasses is being called a Mob Wife. And it's like, well, do a crime then, bitch. <laughs> okay, and I'm well, sorry, don't do a crime. And do well, crime. that window is closing. It's going to start warming up, and you can't wear your fur coat around. Well, what's-her-face, uh, Ilaria, will just 
come back out in her. Just more things about it are rude. It's like they're they're referring to her mob wife aesthetic when she kind of is not really doing the mob wife aesthetic. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. they're just trying desperately to write about these two because they hate them so much. And we'll go out okay. of their way to just like yes. be cruel. How much of this same? I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> What when I sleep is, on other beds, what is there I else get to mad. say is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it's it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix rude. so much. It's so rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently, their bodies are different, and that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Hi, this is Amy Poehler, here to tell you about a new improvised show from Paper Kite Podcasts, the team that brought you Say More with Dr. Sheila. Check out our new parody podcast, Women Talking About Murder. It's a show about women talking about murder every episode features special guests twists turns and the mystery of a missing co-host available on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts Lindsay, what is Rakuten? Tell everyone. I use. I have Rakuten. I'm looking at it right now in my browser, but explain. You're good at explaining what Rakuten is because you love it. It's the smartest way to save money when you shop. Duh. No. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it is, but I'm, you're not, I'm not really telling you what it is. That's what it does. It knows where you're shopping. It says, here's how to save money. It gives you cash back for all types of stores because Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and more. Your favorite stores like Dyson, Samsung, or Nike pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. That's you. Cashback is direct is deposited directly into your PayPal account, or Rakuten can send you a check. The choice is yours. Lindsay likes the PayPal account. I'm sort of into a paper check. I like that idea. You can even maximize your savings by stacking cashback on top of other deals like store sales and coupons. So shop for everything from fashion to beauty, home decor to groceries, even kids' school supplies. You're already shopping at your favorite stores, so why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer, and membership is free and easy to sign up. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten 
Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cashback really adds up. I want to be famous. Game. Game. I wanted to write a game. Let's go. The game that we always say we're going to write and then we don't write it. Okay. Oh no. You wrote it. I wrote it. Because this is January 30th that you're listening to this. February's right around the corner. So I wanted to make a famous birthdays game about birthdays in February. And it's called Who's More Famous in February? And we're going to go through the entire month of February and ask questions about who is more famous than whom. Let's start on February 1st. Who's more famous, Stormy Webster or the late Lisa Marie Presley? Stormy Webster. Stormy Webster, yes. Stormy Webster is number two, most famous February 1st birthday. And Lisa Marie Presley is number three. Okay, let's move on to February 2nd. Who's more famous, Tom Blythe or Paul Meskel? Paul Meskel. Wrong. It's Tom Blythe. The actor Tom Blythe is more famous than Paul Meskel. kidding me on famous birthdays? Yes. He's number three. Paul Meskel, number eight. More people are watching like speakers and songbirds than they are all of us strangers. But Paul Meskel was just on the chicken shop show. Okay, fine. Okay. Who's more famous? This is February 3rd. Sean Kingston or Isla Fisher? Sean Kingston. That's uh, correct. That song has more impact than any of Isla Fisher's work. <laughs> I would say, so, right? Sorry to confessions of a shopping addict or whatever. <laughs> Shopaholic. Let's move on to February 4th. Who's more famous? Rosa Parks or Hunter Biden? This is so rude. I just want to see who you guess. Who's more famous? Rosa Parks. Okay, I here's have, okay, let's let's put a, an asterisk. I have to who say. do you think who do you think famous birthdays thinks is more famous? Well that's Rosa what the Parks question is. Biden? It's who's more famous birthdays.com, not more who's more famous. <laughs> who's, who's more, more famous? famous? Okay, that's better. Who's more famous birthdays.com? Rosa Parks or Hunter Biden? Hunter Biden. Trick question. Rosa Parks is oh. not only more famous birthdays than Hunter is she Biden. She's number one. She's the number one most famous February 4th birthday. Okay, great. That's good. Restoring my faith in humanity, as they say. Thank you for coming up with a much better name for this game. Okay. February 5th. Who's more famous birthdays.com? Darren Chris or Tom Wilkinson? The late Tom Wilkinson. The late great Tom Wilkinson. The late great Tom Wilkinson. <laughs> Eh, wrong. Darren Chris. Oh Who's God. more famous birthdays.com? Darren Chris or Michael Sheen? Darren Chris. Still Darren Chris. <laughs> yes. He's number 10, and they were 14 and 16, respectively. Okay. We're on to February 6th. Who's more famous birthdays? Axel Rose or Charlie Hutton? Axel Rose. Correct. Who's more famous? Axel Rose or Bob Marley? Bob Marley. Correct. Who's more famous? Ronald Reagan or Babe Ruth? <laughs> Ronald Reagan and Babe Ruth who's more famous birthdays Babe Ruth or Aaron Burr <laughs> Babe Ruth still Babe Ruth correct but who's more famous Lindsay Aaron Burr or Tanache Aaron Burr Tanache is more famous birthdays than Aaron Burr wow she did it she did it okay February 7th who's more famous birthdays.com Garth Brooks or Charles Dickens Garth Brooks. Correct. February 9th. Who's more famous birthdays.com? Bella Porch or Tom Hiddleston? Oh my God. <laughs> Bella Porch. Correct. She's number one most famous birthdays.com. <laughs> That's the Followed most. by Michael B. Jordan at number two and Tom Hiddleston at number That's three. That's the most famous birthdays algorithm thing ever. Okay. Let's try some older people. Who's okay. more famous birthdays.com? 
February 9th still. Who's more famous birthdays.com? Carol King or Joe Pesci? Pesci. Oh, correct. See, I would have I was surprised by how much more famous birthdays.com Joe Pesci is than Carol King. She's 39 and he's 14. <laughs> the way that there's like no rhyme or reason to these. <laughs> <laughs> Like, being surprised is like, okay, (laughs) why? (laughs) It's like being, it's like being surprised when the world ends, you know? It could be a number of things that happen. (laughs) And we'll really never know why. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, we're on February 10th. Who's more famous birthdays.com, Laura Dern or Elizabeth Banks? Laura Dern. Eh. Elizabeth Banks. The spread is crazy. She's number 12 and Laura Dern is number 32. Okay. Who's more famous birthdays.com? Yara Shahidi or Chloe Grace Moretz? Multi hyphenate, <laughs> Chloe Grace Moretz. Chloe Grace Moretz. Correct. Who's more famous birthdays.com? Chloe Grace Moretz or Emma Roberts? Emma Roberts. Correct. She's number two. And number one is Brianna Mazura, who's a TikTok star I'd literally never heard of. Okay. <laughs> February 11th. Who's more famous birthdays.com? Kelly Rowland or Brandy? Brandy. <laughs> Aunt Kelly Rowland. Oh Who's my. more famous birth? They're five and six. Who's more famous birthdays.com? Jennifer Aniston or Taylor Lautner? It better be Jennifer Aniston. It's correct. She's number one. Taylor is number two. Okay. Oh my God. I know. Taylor Lautner is above Brandy and Kelly Rowland. <laughs> well, he's been in the news a lot recently for people. Oh, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. So annoying. Yeah. Who is more famous birthdays.com? We're on, famous- We're on February 12th. Christina Ricci or Charles Darwin? Charles Darwin. Eh, Christina Ricci. She's number 10. Oh. <laughs> She's number 10. Charles Darwin is number 12. Okay. Who's more famous birthdays.com? Gucci Mane or Abraham Lincoln? Gucci Mane. No, Abraham Lincoln is number Damn, one. Damn, you, you tricked me. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln is number one famous birthday on Slay. February 12th. And Slay Gucci Mane is number two. February 13th. Rank them, okay? Rank okay. these people according mm-hmm. to famous birthdays. Mm-hmm. Prince Jackson, Sophia Lillis, Jerry Springer, what? and Robbie Williams. From from mostfamousbirthdays.com to leastfamousbirthdays.com? Yes. yes. Robbie Williams. No. Oh, God. This is... You, why did you choose... This is impossible. Yeah. That's okay. why I chose them. Mostfamousbirthdays.com is going to be... most Mostfamousbirthdays.com is going to be Sophia Lillis, then maybe Prince Jackson, then maybe Jerry Springer, then maybe Robbie Williams. They have a young you, person bias. You were kind of backwards. Mostfamousbirthdays.com to leastfamousbirthdays.com is number four, Jerry Springer. Number oh. five, Sophia Lillis. Number six, Robbie Williams. Number like tw- 20, Prince Jackson. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I Isn't really that crazy? had no idea. That's just, that's just, there's no rhyme or reason. There's literally no rhyme or reason there. I thought you would put Robbie Williams at the top because of that documentary. Well, that's what I initially was going to do. But then I was like, okay, young person bias, like Sophia yeah. Lillis might be like in an episode of Roblox or something. I don't even mm-hmm. know if that's a thing you can watch. But like, you know, she might be the voice of Bluey. She's not. Okay, let's move on to February 15th, okay? <laughs> yeah. Megan the Stallion, Galileo Galilei. Amber Riley and Callum Turner. <laughs> Megan shares a birthday with Galileo. That's so cool for her. Okay. From most to least famous, Megan is going to be the top. I think Megan okay. is the most. Mm-hmm. Then Galileo. Then Callum. <laughs> okay. Then Amber Riley. You were almost there. 
Okay. From mostfamousbirthdays.com to leastfamousbirthdays.com, we go Megan Thee Stallion at number one. Callum and... Turner at number two. Oh, because of Dua Lipa. Fucking. I think so. Fuck. Okay, yeah, it's definitely because of that. Then we got Galileo Galilei, alive from 1564 to 1642. <laughs> oh, he lived a nice long life. Number 14, his oh. fucking civilian ass. And Amber Riley where? Amber Riley's oh, no. number 16. Amber okay. Riley's number 16. She couldn't even cr- beat Both, Galileo All ass. four of those people were more famous than Matt Groening at 27 and Alex Borstein at 28. <laughs> Poor Alex okay. Borstein. Who's more famous birthdays.com, February 16th? Elizabeth Olsen, Lizzie, or Ava Max? Elizabeth Olsen? Correct. She's two, Ava's three. The weekend's number one. Okay. <laughs> Who's more famous birthday? Oh, wait. This is a this is the greatest ranking of the whole month, okay? Oh, my God. Rank these according to famous birthdays from mostfamousbirthdays.com to leastfamousbirthdays.com. February 17th. Ed Sheeran, Paris Hilton, Michael Jordan. How dare you? Jeremy Allen White. How dare you? How dare you put Michael Jordan up against somebody who's been nonstop in tabloids for the past month? Okay. Ed Sheeran, Paris Hilton, Michael Jordan, Jeremy Allen White. Rank them from mostfamousbirthdays.com to leastfamousbirthdays.com. This is insane. As in, we're talking who's number one because it's one, two, three, four. I, I think Jeremy. I truly think Jeremy Allen White is number one because it's like nonstop. Ta- and I think it's. I think their algo is very much heavy on mentions. Okay. Then I think, ugh, unfortunately, I think Michael Jordan, Ed Sheeran, then Paris Hilton. This is so silly. I don't know. It's kind of just pulled out of my ass. You were correct about Paris Hilton. She's the leastfamousbirthdays.com. Okay. But from mostfamousbirthdays.com to leastfamousbirthdays.com, we go Michael Jordan. Wow. Ed Sheeran. Wow. Jeremy Ellen White. Okay. Paris Hilton. So maybe the algorithm is not as much heavy on new news than uh, as I am placing it. It it's it's taking a lot into consideration. Like I, I really am mystified by this because you're so right. If it's just algorithm, Jeremy Ellen White should be number one. But also, Michael Jordan is objectively the most famous person of that list of people by a considerable margin. So how is it deciding sort of like historical fame? That sort of like number of Google results, perhaps? Like it has to be using data that's easily accessible. You know, like, I am, it's very confusing to me. It's like Google Wikipedia ranking. Rank. It's like rank, it's like different rankings. I mean, they've never mm-hmm. confirmed to us what they they. But I. I always get a sense when I see it that it does have something to do with current news because or else all these TikTok people would not be anywhere, you know? It's the only explanation for Callum Turner being number two on February the 15th. The only explanation it literally for people is searching the only for Callum Turner. Yeah. Maybe it's like a lot of search. Oh, I don't know. Let's go on to February 20th. February okay. 20th. Who's the most famous birthdays.com February 20th birthday? Is it Olivia Rodrigo, Rihanna, or Kurt Cobain? One of those people is number one. Which Rihanna. One Rihanna. Eh, Olivia Rodrigo. Get let's the move on to February. <laughs> let's move on to here. February. T- let's move on to t- February twenty first. Elliot Page, Sophie Turner, Alan Rickman, Joe Alwyn. I don't believe any of these people are number one. They are beaten by TikTok stars and YouTube stars. Highest on the list is gonna be Sophie Turner. Then I would say maybe. Joe, oh no, number highest in this is going to be Joe Alwyn, then Sophia Turner, then Elliot Page, then Alan Rickman. You got it as wrong as you could possibly get it wrong. The rank is from mostfamousbirthdays.com to leastfamousbirthdays.com Alan Rickman, Sophie no. Turner, Elliot no. Page, Joe Alwyn. <laughs> but Joe Alwyn is like in the. 
Okay, fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> you stopped yourself mid-sentence. Okay. Joe Alwyn is. is in the... N- Who's more famous, George Washington, former U.S. president, or Jacob Day, 21-year-old TikTok star? George Washington. Correct. He's number one oh, on February okay. 22nd. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Who's more famous birthdays.com, Emily Blunt or Dakota Fanning? Emily Blunt. Correct. She's number six, Dakota Johnson. Sorry, Dakota Fanning is number twenty. Is number you can, eight. You cannot stop mixing those two up. I know, I can't. Who was more famous? Birthdays.com. We're on February twenty seventh, so we're almost done with the month. Elizabeth Taylor or JWoww? <laughs> stop. Elizabeth Taylor. Correct. She's number three, and JWoww is number six. I just loved seeing them on the like, same page. <laughs> same energy. No. Yes. Truly. Who's more famous? Chili, Rosanda Thomas, or Kate Mara? Kate Mara. Wrong. Chili's <gasps> a lot more famous birthdays.com than Kate Mara. Chili's okay. number 17 and Kate Mara's number 24. And again, I 20... think that has to do. Yeah, yes. Kate Mara's beat by the people between Rosanda Thomas and Kate Mara. I don't think you probably heard of maybe one of them. Okay. Brent Television, a 23-year-old TikTok star. Jenny no. Boyd, uh, actress. Whitney no. Simmons, a YouTube star. Lindsay no. Morgan, TV actress. Young yes. TGE, a nine-year-old rapper. And no. Theo Stevenson, a movie actor. No. Okay. Okay. We have February 29th birthdays. Okay. okay. Who is the most famous birthdays.com birthday of Leap Day itself, February 29th? Ja Rule. Tony Robbins. Or TV actor Peter Scanavino. Tony Robbins. Wrong. The most famous birthdays person on February 29th, Leap Day itself, is Ja Rule. Wow. I ja Rule's good for him. only four years old or whatever. <laughs> I was like, good for him. Good for him. I really wanted more famous people on Leap Day. But there it really aren't is a lot not of them. impressive. There just aren't a lot of them. Which I'm sure statistically is very, it's very easy to figure out why that is the case. But I was still sort of surprised. The most famous person born on Leap Day is Ja Rule. <sighs> like, Damn. even when you scroll down further, it's like... Okay, okay. Uh, Dinah Shore. Dinah Shore, who was at one point very famous. The Italian composer Giotto Rossini. <laughs> Antonio Sabato Jr. <gasps> very much remember the 90s name, Antonio Sabato Jr. Oh, Dennis Farina. That's good, too. I missed that. Okay. But okay. still, Ja Rule, number one. I'm a little boy of five. He's a little boy of five. <laughs> <laughs> a paradox, a paradox, a most ingenious paradox. A most ingenious paradox. How to be famous? It was like 70-something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed, or in my Pull case, under the bed. your linens, sweeties. The lin- it's, time- it's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy 
some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh. And it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to you. I hate middlemen. I and hate Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. How much of this same? This is is the repercussions of a them drama that we are not going to get into. Big them drama. But Nicki Minaj is mm, on one and on on some on one on one one is definable by anything you could ever imagine on one and she is uh, coming for Megan the Stallion in a way that is uh, seemingly undeserved which makes the (laughs) on oneing of it seem very kind of more what are even accurate what even yeah. are what even are we on currently no it's very what exactly are we looking at here that's how i feel throughout this what entire exactly feed. are we looking at here so we're not going to talk about that but you can go see it pretty much anywhere online or in the tabloids for weeks to come i'm sure right the toxic waste runoff from a megan the stallion Nicki minaj feud is that ruby rose <laughs> the rapper the rapper is getting mixed up again for Ruby Rose the Australian. Ruby Rose the Australian, Ruby Rose the Australian is never one to stay silent when they are dragged into a scenario like this. Whenever they are mentioned or, or involved in any sort of thing, they are the loudest possible. I mean, they are one of the most, remember the throwing french fries, Taylor Swift friendship. They are a very uh, loud celebrity. Everyone's coming for Ruby Rose the, the rapper with an I, Ruby with an I, because of what she allegedly said on her Instagram account, but like on her close friends. So Ruby Rose with an I, Ruby Rose the rapper, said something about Nikki on close friends. And when the Barb's found out about it, they were like, I cannot believe this fucking asshole Ruby Rose did this, but they were tagging the Australian. <laughs> I have a why. So Ruby Rose Australian posts this. I have a Y in my name, not an I. I never thought I'd see the day when I was being flooded with death threats for being involved with rap beef. I do not post about rappers on my close friend's story. Laugh, cry, emoji. I assure you my close friend's list is never used for anything more than dog photos. I don't know much about the inner workings of the rap world, period. You have the wrong person. I t- and then this bit is even <laughs> weirder. I toured with Nikki for her whole Australian tour, and I have never met Megan, but she also seems great. And I'm like, why even add that in? Just say you have the wrong Ruby. To add in a weird detail about the fact that in like 2012, Ruby Rose with a Y opened for Nicki Minaj on Australian, like part of her Australian tour is so funny and random. Mm -hmm. That's (laughs) like, like, this is like if there were a, um, a rapper named Bobby Finger, but with an I. 
who said something really rude about Nicki Minaj. Oh, B O B B I. B O B B I. And then I started getting tagged, and I wrote, "I have a Y in my first name, not an I." I never thought I'd see the day when I was being flooded with death threats for involvement in a rap beef. I do not post about rappers on my close friend's story. And then I go, blah 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 blah. And then I say, "I saw the other woman in theaters." Starring Nicki Minaj, and I exactly. didn't think she was good in it, but that doesn't mean you should come for me. <laughs> I mean, or like you getting tagged in Nicki Minaj beef, and then you being like, I know Nicki Minaj personally, but like I'm still not relevant to this conversation. You know? Hashtag stream grand piano. I toured with Nicki for her whole Australian tour, and I have never met Megan, but she also seems great. I. I do think the amount of times that Ruby Rose says that they don't deal with rap stuff is very telling. <laughs> it's like very. how many different, it's like, pal, you don't need to mention how how many times you don't like rappers or talk about rappers on your close friend's story. You know what I mean? Like we, uh, me, rap? Right, right. That's what I'm saying. It's like you're telling on yourself a little there mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. During the Pink Friday Reloaded tour, Ruby Rose will warm up the crowd at each show with one of their world-renowned DJ sets that has seen them play the hottest clubs, parties, and festivals around the globe. That was early promo for the Pink Friday Reloaded tour. We couldn't go a full Who Weekly episode without mentioning Ruby Rose. So let's move on. Everybody, Ruby We don't need to really talk about this, but Halle Bailey is now kind of like weirdly boasting about the fact that she hit her pregnancy and everyone just keeps being like, babe, we Halle Bailey's we didn't. hilarious. She's like, I photoshopped my belly in this photo. And it's like, we saw She's the photos. Like, we knew you did that. Look at this clever angle. Look at this clever removal of bump. And it's like. The girl is wearing a maternity topped pair of pants. Like, I know, I don't understand how she. It's weird because she's also pairing it with like the reason why I hid the pregnancy is I wanted privacy. F- totally mm-hmm. fair and totally valid. But then mm-hmm. almost being like, and also you had no fucking idea. And it's like, what? We did though. We did. Don't discount the fact that we did. No. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't most of, because Hallie was posting through it, right? Like remember Halloween? She posted and like she was always of them at a party and cutting whatever. off the stomach or facing yes. away. And then it came to the point where I actually don't really want to comment on whether this woman is pregnant or not, but she's throwing it in our face that I'm like, now I'm just in this for the kind of debunking of it all, where I just feel like you are just acting like you're not doing everything in your power to hold a pillow over your stomach, which is very classic sitcom behavior. But I'm like, also... Yes. You know, in the sitcoms where all the women were pregnant and then they have to like every scene of them is like, I love cereal. Move a box. <laughs> and it's like cookie crisp in front of your belly, you know? Honey, did you order a new set of encyclopedias? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But this is the that this is the tabloid version of that. You're mm-hmm. posting through it. You're posting pictures. You're on the red carpet. You're everywhere. And yet you're always at an angle. You're always at an angle. <laughs> yeah. She kept posting through it as though she was getting away with it. But then, wasn't it, was it DDG who posted, well, A, the ultrasound, <laughs> which he said was a joke, but B, the most telling photo, which was when they went on vacation, which was clearly a baby moon, to use the right. word, where she was visibly pregnant or visibly right. bumping in like a reflection on sunglasses. Like, both of the times that she was sort of outed with explicit photos, it was via her boyfriend, 
And she just pretended like it didn't happen. <laughs> Even crazier than the fact that she was posting photos that you could easily tell she was hiding something or like hiding a stomach. He, mm-hmm. her, the father of her child was just going on Twitter being like, we're having a baby. Here is the, you know, and so, it's, so you're right. Even on So it's like literally you, this guy is like fucking right. up left and right. And she's like, I can't believe how well I did. Fucking up is being like, oops, I said something. The opposite of fucking up is just putting it out there being like, here's a sonogram. So it just makes it even uh. fun. It just makes it even funnier because it was very much like the whole process of it was like, you're protesting too much. You know, that. Doth protest too much. Now, yeah, I know that line. <laughs> she's continuing the conversation by being like, gotcha, babes. Gotcha. Gotcha. And it's like, now you're just being rude because you didn't get us. You know, you never, got, I was never got. And this is all because I know you quoted her saying, LMAO DR, I remember seeing these pics on my Insta. We photoshopped out my belly. This is from Snapchat. Yes. And that kind of blew my mind because I was like, God, every time I think that Snapchat? Snapchat is over, no. it, I realize that it's still very much a thing you know moving on the daily mail is posting about how melissa milano uh was trying to she posted a gofundme to raise money for her kids her kids baseball team to go on a trip but then they were like she was Mm -hmm. spotting driving a two hundred thousand dollar (laughs) porsche well it's stupid but it's one of those things where you can really tell if the daily mail hates you when they add like too many bullets up top where they're like we really hate this bitch it goes Exclusive Alyssa Milano was spotted driving her $200,000 electric Porsche take can with Sun Milo to Pet Store days after asking $10,000 donation for his baseball team trip. And then there's three bullets. Multi-millionaire Charmed Star was seen <laughs> driving her fully loaded and customized 2023. The best detail is the second bullet. Was seen driving her fully loaded and customized 2023 electric Porsche take can 4S just days after she was slammed on the internet for sharing a GoFundMe for Sun's baseball trip. Bullet two. Dailymail.com learned, which means... Fake. Called, they did very selective uh, research and calling. Let's not even get there because they called the fucking lease retention manager at Porsche Woodland Hills. Know, but we'll get I there. Know. I know the lease They made one call. You know when your editor says make one call? I'm going to fucking call Woodland Hills. Dailymail.com learned the British Racing Green paint job is custom and costs $14,000. More than the donation she asked for Sun Milo's trip. Milano defended herself saying she bought, quote, uniforms for the entire team. They knew she would They Bullet. knew she would clap back. They knew. They, they smelled her a mile away clapping back. They said, we can make this conversation go on for days if we want. Three. Alyssa, 51, and her 12-year-old son spent their Saturday afternoon cuddling up with rescue puppies at PetSmart in Los Angeles, and it looks like they even took a couple home. They're Bullet saying, four. The, the, we the, really hate this bitch <laughs> in case it's unclear. The funniest part about bullet three is that I think the, I mean, the suggestion to me, the subtext of that bullet is they got so much, they got so much money, they just brought home some random dogs. <laughs> no, you're right. It's like, R- Melissa Morano is so rich that she's driving like a custom electric Porsche, but then also she can just casually bring puppies home. So her home is just filled with like money and puppies, like cute puppies money and bags and puppies of money. And, and Porsches. Daily Mail is <laughs> posting all these photos of the car. And in one of the captions for the car, for the picture, it says, <laughs> DailyMail.com reached out to Myron Grombacher, which is definitely not a fake name. <laughs> Myron Grombacher. Backer. Myron Grombacher, oh. the internet sales and lease retention manager at Porsche, Porsche Woodland Hills to get the rundown on Alyssa's car and found out that the green, the British green racing paint job is custom or paint to sample color and costs almost $14,000. Oh my God. 
So And truly the smartest thing in this scenario is not to respond to the Daily Mail calling a fucking lease retention manager at Porsche. Mm-hmm. But Alyssa Milano being honestly equally annoying is responding like, I oh, paid for the uniforms. <laughs> she, she, oh, loves she loves Twitter. She loves Twitter. She, and it's also like, let, the woman can post a GoFundMe that she didn't start. You know what I mean? It's yeah, the least yeah, fun yeah. thing is being like, we're going to start a GoFundMe for these kids' uniforms. And Alyssa Milano just says, she just pays for the entire thing in the GoFundMe. Like, that's not the point of that. Well, it, it clearly what happened was they asked every parent to post a GoFundMe yes. and she just did it. In reference to that detail, one donor gave $5 to the baseball team under the screen name, doesn't Alyssa have enough money? <laughs> I'm sorry, you're going to get off a comment by, and you're going to pay $5 to do it. This actually just shows that we should be, we should make commenters pay to comment. If yeah. you want to comment on something, you should have to pay $5. I love that. sometimes they will. Well, I mean, and I mean this respectfully and complimentary. That is mm. at least partly the strategy of Defector, right? You got to pay to participate in the discourse. Oh, sure. Right? The strategy of, of uh, many websites, uh, yeah. Substacks and our, our Patreon even. You want to comment to us? If you want to comment, you, you ta- got to pay. You, you want to tell us we misunderstood the entire plot to the traders? You got to comment. And honey, <laughs> you, you got- have been. <laughs> uh, what did it say? The fact, uh, the factual inaccuracies in your in your. Traders and your recap traders are so slay. Are, or something are so slay. Are so slay. <laughs> you guys could not be more wrong about your recap. I think you mis- you misunderstood every detail in this show. To reference another pay-gated thing, Carla Lolly Music Substack, which I pay for, I had a question for the creator and I was like, where'd you get those raps? And she answered. You, you know, know like, she did. You know she did. the privilege of the paid comment. You know she did. And you should... You should have to pay for access to say, Alyssa Milano, bitch, pay for this GoFundMe. Doesn't and in a way, Alyssa have you enough money? are paying for these children to get a trip to like, I don't even know where to go play baseball. Mm-hmm. And that's great. Let's move on to relationships. I think we should just skip right ahead. And I almost think we should skip the the, the Ace family Yeah, I just skipped it time. again. Let's skip it three times. It's so not good i just i don't want to i don't want to read this story but i just want to i just want to read this e-news headline pregnant ashley aya Kennedy and jerry hyben explain why they put son dawson on a leash at disneyland that's it here's the thing i don't really care about sophia richie grange being pregnant and when i saw the photos i was sort of like okay what now <laughs> you know but mm-hmm. i was actually sort of unsettled and shaken when I read the Vogue profile. So Fitchie, Sophia Richie Grange is pregnant and it's a dot, 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 four dots, not three. And it's a dot, 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 dot. The, the, my shaking was simply because I forgot that she took that guy's name. And every time they refer to her in this story, which is often because it's a profile, they refer to her as Richie Grange. <laughs> Richie Grange. Richie Grange, like a lot of expectant moms. Richie Grange, according to Richie Grange, he's so excited, Richie Grange recalls. Everything is Richie Grange. I cannot believe that is this woman's name now. Is that crazy of me? Am I being insane? Her name is I mean, Richie Grange. It's just funny because it sounds like a guy named Richie Grange, not <laughs> yeah. like Sophia's last name. Sophia Sophia Richie's last name is Richie Grange. It just sounds like a guy named Richie Grange. That's the only funny thing about her being pregnant is you realizing that People are calling her Richie Grange. Mm-hmm. You know how Instagram weights comments based on like number of likes and also like how popular the account is doing the commenting? Right. And, and you the have like the top comment all. and the blue checks. Yeah. Lionel Richie isn't even the top commenter on his own fucking daughter's. Who's the top commenter? Photos. Lily Collins. <laughs> Brutal. Lily Collins is ee, And Lily Collins is so excited for you both. 
was out well, sorry was more popular and more important according to Instagram's algorithm than Lionel Richie saying heart 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 wait something crazy something funny just happened that's kind of unrelated but a little bit more interesting than Sylvia Richie Grange being pregnant which was mm-hmm. that DJ Louis just texted me something this is relevant to the podcast too okay and I was gonna send him the answer and my answer was like oh we go through this person so this might not be the right person I was texting him an email address of a contact that he was asking mm-hmm. for but instead of instead of my copy paste copying and pasting the email address i copied and pasted something that was apparently in my paste do you know what was in my paste listen i texted him we go through our agency now so this might not be the right guy but and here's where i tried to put an email but instead i pasted in all caps a conversation with hayden panettiere and the reason (laughs) and the reason why and the reason why I had, in all caps, a conversation with Aiden Panettiere in my face. We go through our agency now, so this might not be the right guy, but a conversation with Aiden Panettiere. <laughs> and then you wrote, oops. The reason why is because Hayden Panettiere did a like exclusive profile with The Messenger, I guess. How is the messenger still around? How are they not? (laughs) I don't understand it. I'm sorry, but that's not the biggest problem here. In which she talks mostly about how she's angry. And this is crazy to me. Peyton Panjir has been through a lot. But what she's talking about is that she's angry that the writers of the show Nashville, which I watched, were quote unquote stealing details from her life for the plots of Nashville. I'm not sure if anybody remembers the plots of Nashville, but like, that's a crazy accusation to be like, they were just stealing my life and putting it on Nashville. Okay, and why she was doing an exclusive interview with the messenger is because she's promoting an event that she's doing at three different venues called Uh a conversation with Hayden Panettiere. I'm sorry, why does Hayden Panettiere talk to the messenger all the time? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, there are like no fewer than six exclusives between the messenger and Hayden Panettiere. In the month of January, (laughs) Hayden Panettiere breaks silence on Melissa Barrera screen firing. Quote, very unfair and upsetting. Exclusive. Hayden Panettiere shares if nine-year-old daughter Kaya will follow mom into acting. Exclusive. Hayden Panettiere wants to reboot Heroes and make every season as good as the first season. Exclusive. Hayden Panettiere reveals whether she regrets acting during addiction to opioids and alcohol. Exclusive. Hayden Panettiere felt very alone filming Nashville, says colleagues were, quote, not the best influence on me. Exclusive. Maybe she works there. (laughs) <laughs> comparing the parallels of her character in her own life Panettiere continued quote straight from the beginning it was like I'm dating a football player and then Juliet dates a football player and then they turn into an alcoholic and then they turn her into leaving her daughter and going to this crazy place in Europe and it was very obvious they weren't doing their homework they were just creating new storylines they were looking at my life and going oh let's just take what she's going through and put a little spin on it and then ta-da it's done that wouldn't surprise me if they were actually sort of like <laughs> borrowing from her life she had a very she had a very tumultuous life I mean, also Nashville you know? sucks. So, I mean, Nashville is not a good show. So, yeah, yeah. Maybe they just couldn't get her to do anything other than be method, which is be herself. That's my yeah. other thought. I know, and I also know that Brie Larson shared a kiss with her new artist boyfriend Benjamin Steyer after comedy date one year after split from Elijah and Blitz. They were spotted leaving Kate, the Kate Berlant show. Oh, I so, love that. Taste. I love that. 
Amy's Kate a Blanchett good, was great. He's a good. Um, he's a good artist. She's kind of doing a Jenny Slate where she's gonna maybe marry a Massachusetts artist. <laughs> his art she's is good. Kind of, Did you? S- <laughs> she's kind of yeah. I like his art a lot actually. We haven't done a Black China update in a long time, and this this actual Black China update, they've all been pretty. She's been a, doing a. She's done a very good job of getting attention. She clearly has a good. Um, she still has the same boyfriend. Or whatever. Yeah. She's same the same boyfriend. boyfriend she's had for a few months, but she right. did like a sort of like coming out interview with him on Entertainment Tonight that like was also video and stuff. But his name is Derek Marlano, and he's like a songwriter. Producer. What a joy to sit down exclusively with these lovebirds for their hard launch. Black China and Derek yes. Marlano open up on only on today's Entertainment Tonight about finding the one and their newfound romance. But I found this stuff. She got 50-50 custody with fucking uh, Dream. So right. I think that because the Kardashians were so terrible to her. And I'm sure Black China wasn't like the greatest daughter-in-law, right? Like the greatest daughter figure. But like, I don't think anyone deserves the kind of shit that that family can pile onto you, you know, like with their money and their power and their learning and their lawyers. Well, also, you're 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 saying it's more it's impressive that uh, she in the background to of me, all this, this is information a win. beat the Kardashians. She beat them. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I think that that's it's, more what I you're think saying. It doesn't, I don't think it matters what it's for, but you're saying it's impressive. It's impressive. I think it speaks to her character in a lot of ways that she was able to take these women on. She didn't give up. And I'm I, I think there's no way in hell that family didn't try to just basically buy her out, buy her out of this kid's life. Mm-hmm. Is that unfair of me to say? I just think so. I think so poorly of that whole family that I'm like. Unless you're in the in the cult, I don't think they want you around, you know? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Angela's not in the cult. So mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. she has 50-50 custody with Rob Kardashian, which means Angela White and the Kardashians are still having to fucking interact with each other. And that is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Another new couple, Bella Hadid is dating a this is hot. horse rider, a literal like, like wild hearts can't be broken, like eight seconds horse no, rider. Because she's, as you know, she's a horse girl. So it makes Mm -hmm. sense. Like, she's a horse girl. It's kind of sexy that she found this, like, actual horse guy. This sexy Mm -hmm. horse guy. Adon Banuelos. That's his name. Mm -hmm. Adon Sexy name. An accomplished horse rider and the son of Ascension Banuelos. The first Mexican-American to be inducted into the National Cutting Horse Association Riders Hall of Fame. I don't know what cutting horse means, but I assume it's... He's a Nepo horse baby. A cutting horse is... That's what you call a horse that does the it's the horses that you use to like herd cattle like you know like horse horse races and horse competitions where like you ride the horse to herd the cows yeah that's what cutting is it's hurting i should just say it's hurting basically his instagram is ab underscore performance horses he's also won over five million dollars in prize money from his horse riding Mm -hmm. like he's good they're smooching they're hugging they're in photos he refers Mm -hmm. to her as his girl which Mm -hmm. i think is enough I don't remember the last time uh, in in my memory at all that a famous person started dating a horse rider. So, um, excuse me, how dare you erase Jewel? Jewel's a horse ex- rider, like a like a Wild Hearts can't be broken horse rider. Babe, Jewel's ex husband is a horse guy. Ty Murray. Ty Murray is an American nine-time world champion professional rodeo cowboy, oh. and he was married to Jewel oh, from 2008 to 2014. Guy. Come I on, I remember this guy. Come oh. on. Okay, I take it back. I take it back. As they saddle up to move cattle on this late summer morning, Jewel and her husband Ty Murray are a long way from the bright lights they often find themselves in. How about 
Hi, a world champion rodeo rider. We've been doing this war dance together. And Jewel, a singer-songwriter whose albums have sold millions of copies worldwide. This quote I like, this was taken from a podcast, but um, it got a lot of coverage because of what's going on between Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey right now, which we don't have to go into. And his ex, Kayla Nicole, who, let's remind you, they were together for a long time, and they had, like, a relationship that was covered a lot in sports press. Like, it's not hard to find stories about sports media talking about Kayla Nicole and Travis Kelsey back when they dated, because they dated for a long time, and she was, like, in the Patrick Mahomes, Brittany Mahomes group, too. The question that came up was... Because they sort of talk around the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey stuff, but also sort of want to address it anyway. And they ask her if she would ever want to date a uh, athlete again. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I will never say never, but I fully wholeheartedly believe that I am out of the athlete stage. I do think I am attracted to men in positions of power. And I also think those types of men are attracted to me. So she's like, no. Travis Kelsey is not in a position of power, which to me, because of my stupid Swifty brain, don't ask me about my insane Taylor Swift opinions. I think she's Wait, saying... She's, no, she's saying he is in a position of power. She's attracted she to men saying, who are in positions of power. I'm attracted to men in positions of power. That's why she was, dated Travis she, Kelsey. Oh, I thought she was saying that she prefers men who are in a position of power to people who are merely athletes. That's how I interpreted it. Because oh. she follows that up by saying, I'd rather date an executive of a record label or a movie producer. She's like, and then we can just go see sports and not, I don't have to watch him being an athlete. Okay. Yeah, I think she's I mean, dragging yeah. athletes. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense too. I'm just kind of like, if she likes people in power, at one point she considered that to be Travis. But now she thinks that more powerful men are record label executives and movie producers. <laughs> I, has anyone told her about the music industry? <laughs> Am I right? Which is very Libby Mae Brown before going to New York and waiting for a government, which she's like, I just want to go to Manhattan and like meet some guys, some Italian guys, <laughs> watch TV. This is very like, I want to meet a record producer, record executive. This is me in, uh, in college when I majored in journalism. <laughs> I'm going to be a big magazine writer like on a, like a, like, like, like that Kate Hudson Like How to Lose a Guy movie. in 10 Days. Yeah, I like that Kate Hudson movie too. I was thinking of the other Kate Hudson movie. <laughs> Almost Famous. Yes! <laughs> this bitch has contributed so much to my delusions. <laughs> uh, God, I Can't wonder for who was the celebrity. That's a really good, that's a good thought experiment. Who was the celebrity that contributed most to your delusions in your childhood? I mean, Justin Timberlake, but also <laughs> Kate <laughs> But also Kate Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely just in a Timberlake. But I guess like in terms of like lifestyle direction and goals, not necessarily just like, oh, I had the biggest crush on like this celebrity. Oh, okay. I'm, I was thinking about well, I think that. That's why I like your, that's why I like the Kate Hudson answer because it's like you saw this like glamorous world in journalism and media. <laughs> right. Because Kate Hudson's like out here being like, I'm writing an article. I'm getting paid $40 a word to write an article about how to lose a guy in 10 days. And then I'm falling in love with him. And I'm like, sounds great. Is her song out yet? Or is it out this no, week? No, no. But like, have you heard the clip? It's crazy. You're kind of like, what? And you're kind of like, okay. <laughs> have I heard the clip? Yes. Kate Hudson's fucking amazing. <laughs> She's amazing. And is it country music? Or is it like country adjacent uh, music? It's country adjacent. I'd call it country yeah. adjacent. It's yeah. giving country. Oh. 
What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Speaking of giving country, <laughs> Rita Ora finally released after teasing it her collab with Keith Urban called Shape of Me, which is an old song that has been reworked to feature Keith Urban. Yes, okay. we talked about it, but I cut it from the episode because I was embarrassed that we didn't realize that it was just an old Rita Ora song that they threw Keith Urban on. And then I had to cut mm-hmm. the entire segment of us talking about how like Rita Ora, we were like being earnest about Rita Ora. And then we were we like, were wow, kind of she really just like Ora. makes, an ef- she really like has an effect when she meets people. <laughs> we did like a tight eight on how wonderful we think Rita Ora is. And it was like way too earnest and genuine. <laughs> so I cut it, but I also cut it because I was embarrassed that we thought it was like a new song when in fact it's literally just a song from the album that none of us we both clearly don't remember hearing the first one time we heard it that she Mm -hmm. threw Keith Urban on because they became friends on The Voice Australia and Mm -hmm. he said Rita I'm a really big fan of yours I just think you're fantastic and she was like okay can you hop on this bad song and he was like sure The other thing that happened, I clicked through this Guardian story because I was hoping for like way more details, but I trust that it is broadly true and it is broadly kind of cool. So this headline stopped me. Primark holds prices steady after Rita Ora helps lift sales. Okay. Subhead. Cut price fashion chain toasts festive sales rise at... Sorry. Cut price fashion chain toasts festive sales rise as online rival Boohoo reports decline. Okay. So it says, the cut price fashion chain says sales at established stores in the UK rose 3.8% in the 16 weeks 16 weeks to January 6th as prices rose by about 3% and more shoppers bought it slightly pricier, the Edit and Rita Ora ranges. So Rita Ora's line was directly responsible for Primark's good quarter. <laughs> And not only a good quarter, but it seems like good quarter that's giving them good press, which is probably good for their stock price. They also referred to the Rita Ora collection later on in the story, which again, I wish I had more details, but it doesn't, as, quote, sought after. Well, I think people keep set, people keep posting like Markdown Rita merch being like, LOL. But I'm also kind of like, that happens to every single piece of clothes that ever go anywhere yeah. in Primark, yeah. you know? So that's really not a good indicator this is a good indicator which is like she raised their you know awareness their q scores you know yes so i think with that we can probably end okay so thank you for listening to another episode of who weekly keep calling in at 619 who then believe questions comments and concerns for our friday show who's there thank you to katie and eric of the who's for providing our read theme song on tuesdays thank you to timmy our research and editorial assistant for researching and editorializing support us on patreon.com slash who weekly for bonus episodes of discords over commentary tracks and more buy tickets to our live show at whoweekly.us and we'll see you friday bye see ya you will say that Famous.